Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. Today we're going to talk about the hardest part of losing weight, which is sticking with it. <laughs> no doubt, right? We all start it and then stop, right? And go through that process many, many times. So if you look back to the first time you tried to lose weight, seriously, and imagine if you never stopped, imagine you stuck with it that first time, just continued, where would you be today? Right. So this is the secret. You know, the, the secret is not some perfect plan that's out there that you're waiting for. The most challenging part is how do you stick with it? And this is something I love talking about because um, it's what the diets never address. You know, the diets just expect you're going to start and be perfect until you reach your goal. Um, then it gives, you'll just figure it out, I guess. But very few people ever reach their goal, you know, on a diet. And so the reason why is they can't stick with it. You know, the, the estimates are that. 39% of people can't make it past a week on a diet, 75% can't make it past a month, and 95% ultimately fail to lose weight with diets, right? So the first suggestion of how to stick with it and how to actually continue along that path so you can get the results you want, I would suggest, is to stop dieting, <laughs> right? But I'm not just going to leave you with that. Um, that's the first thing. Because the diets, again, the, the mindset there is that you're going to be perfect on day one and you're going to carry that through until you reach your goal weight. And that short-term focus is kind of embedded in that is this idea that you have to be perfect and that if you're not perfect, what's the point? And so that is part of the reason why you can't stick with things, you know, because the truth is you're not going to be perfect. You can't be perfect. A long enough timeline, you can't be perfect. And so if you think that you need to be perfect to lose weight, you are setting yourself up for failure and you're making the hardest part a lot harder, sticking with it. You're making it almost impossible, to be honest. So what's the alternative, right? The alternative is to go back to that first time you ever tried to lose weight and learn some lessons from that and say to yourself, I wish I stuck with it, but how? How do you stick with it? That's the real answer, you know? Because again, you're not gonna be able to diet. It's not gonna be this dieting thing where you're perfect all the way through you need to have some room for error. Um, and what really helps you with this is to reference other things, okay? Because at this point in time, you know, we've been so inundated, we've been so inundated with um, weight loss marketing. What, that, uh, hold on a second. Yeah, I'm here with that. Um, we've been so inundated with weight loss marketing that we can't separate weight loss from dieting. And so it's hard to think about how to lose weight without following a diet. And so I don't know what to do. And so it's helpful to study other things in your life that can be somewhat comparable. All right. And so one of those things could be learning a language or learning a instrument, you know? And so it's important that you start to realize that as you reframe this process differently, um, it makes it a whole different process, obviously, right? And so what we want to do is find a way to think about weight loss in a different context, you know, so that it gives you opportunities to, you know, make mistakes and learn and grow from them, you know, which you don't normally allow yourself to do. And so I guess another way to say it is that, you know, if you're going to start learning the piano, if you're going to start learning a language, you start kind of slow, you know, you start small. And what you do is you consistently build on what you learned the day before, 
And so it's a process of starting here and slowly and strategically building yourself up to the person you want to be, you know, to the skill set you want to have. And when you look at dieting, you're not doing that. You're jumping right into trying to be perfect, you know, and this is one of the big reasons why it doesn't work, you know, because you're overwhelming yourself. You're taking too much on and you're leaving no room for learning. Okay. So, um, that's the key thing. So when I ask you to look back at the first time you ever attempted to lose weight and learn some of the lessons from that, what if you had started off expecting that you're going to make mistakes? And what if from that time you first started, which was probably many decades ago, what if instead of doing the all or nothing thing, you went into it saying, I'm going to work on getting better at this day after day, week after week, month after month, where would you be now if you had worked on developing that skill? You're probably in a much different place. <laughs> so um, that's what I try to tell you. You know, so much of when I see weight loss, it's all about the mindset piece, you know, and this is one of the biggest mindset pieces because the hardest part is sticking with it. The hardest part isn't starting the plan, right? We've all started the plans and we do it for a little bit and then stop. The hardest part is sticking with it. And it's hard to stick with something if you only expect perfection and you only accept perfection. Um, so what you do is you start accepting and realizing that you can't be perfect because you can't be perfect and learn at the same time. And so you recognize that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to struggle a little bit. You're going to fall off the path. And that's completely normal. That's natural. That's what happens every time you learn anything, you know? And so as you start to give yourself more flexibility in how you're going to approach your weight loss, you prepare yourself and are ready for times when you're discouraged or frustrated or not eating as well, or life's not helping you out, you're prepared for those. And you ease back a little bit and you become all or something rather than all or nothing. And so when everything's going great, you become all, do everything perfect, eat perfect, exercise, do all that stuff. But when times aren't perfect, which is most of the time, you have the ability to still be engaged somewhat, to still be something, to still be thinking about your food, to still be working on the body you wanna have. And as you look back to the first time when you ever lost weight and you think about all that time, if you didn't get so far off track, if you didn't get so off track for so long, if you consistently learned and grown and evolved and gotten better at all the skills that allow you to master your weight, where would you be now? You know, I'm going to assume you'd be in a much better place because what happened is that you've spent these years, all this time that you wanted to lose weight, what you've done is you keep cycling through that initial part of losing weight right? Where maybe it's a week, maybe it's a month is probably the average amount of time that you spend like dieting or really focus on losing weight. And if you take a step back and look at it, it's always that same process. You're fired up, you do something extreme, following the perfect meal plan, everything's perfect, no carbs, intermittent fasting perfectly, you're doing everything perfect. And then you're not. And that's the pattern you keep repeating. And so while it feels like when you're in it, it feels like you're moving forward, you're not. You're staying stuck in the same place. And you can appreciate that. Now, with the benefit of hindsight, you can look back and say, yeah, that's what exactly what I've been doing. I've stayed in the exact same spot, okay? And so what we want to start doing is learn from that now so that you can start putting yourself on a path where you're growing and evolving from this point forward, always moving forward, always improving. And it's an easier process because you're not trying to do everything all at once, like with a diet. You know, you're doing it intelligently, strategically, in a way that you know one year from now, you're going to be in a completely different spot. Five years from now, you've transformed completely. 10 years from now, you've transformed cellularly, right? And so it's a completely different approach. And it's much more likely to help you overcome the hardest part of losing weight, which again is sticking with it. 
because you're not just going to expect that you're going to become this magical person with this magical amount of willpower that just sticks to everything. You're going to become a normal person like you are, and you're going to create a plan that works for you that allows for when you're on track and when you get a little bit off track. Okay. So uh, give this some thought because this is really the core mindset shift you need to make if you're going to master your weight. And um, it can really change the entire path ahead of you, you know, if you really internalize what I'm saying here. All right. So if, um, yeah, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Shy Town Guerra. All right. Hi. I love your content. Thank you for posting. You're welcome. I'm glad. I appreciate you saying that. It means a lot to me. And that's why I do this. Right? So I need this so bad today. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah. I mean, this is what I talk about so much because it's that, oh, the freaking mindset. You know what I mean? Like when you really take a look back over your weight loss history, you know, so often people don't want to do that because it makes them feel terrible, makes them feel like a failure, makes them feel frustrated. And um, the problem is that you need to look back at your past in order to learn for the future. You know, my program yourself then course, speaking about what I was just talking about, the core of the program, really, like the, the cornerstone of the entire program is a two minute self-hypnotic programming technique you do at night. And it's really two techniques. It's a redo technique and the rehearsal technique. But the redo technique is looking back over your day. And there's two types of redo techniques, but one of them is a correction technique. So you look back over your day and if you overate or ate the wrong food or you did something you're not happy with, you'd like to do it differently. It's a process you run to learn from that and to install a better upgraded behavior, you know? And there's a little bit more to it than that, but that's the idea. But it's built around us making mistakes, you know? Because diets aren't. Diets are built around you being perfect all of a sudden. You know, how are you going to be perfect all of a sudden? You know what I mean? Like, like, again, I'm not saying you're not a smart, successful person, but I mean, if you've tried to lose weight so many times, yeah, it says I gained all my weight back. See, and, and, and I, that bums me out. That's like, you can only do that so many times too, before you just truly say, that's it. Most of my clients, you know, first off, they're almost always, almost always in their forties, usually fifties and sixties. And it's usually that age because at that point you've tried all the diets and most of them don't work, but the worst ones are the ones that do work and you lose the weight and then you put it back on. And you can only do that so many times before your subconscious mind says, that's it. We're done. We're done. We're not dieting anymore because even if it's hard, it's miserable. And even if we're successful, it just sets us up for a bigger disappointment and discouragement, you know? And so a lot of people I end up working with them. They get to the point where they have this belief. They, they think about losing weight all day long and they can't get themselves to start taking action. They can't start a plan, you know? Smart, successful people, people that think a lot in their heads, but they can't get themselves to start, you know? And a big reason why is because you're thinking in terms of diets, you know, that's the thing. Um, so it's really important, really important. It takes me a bit longer than two minutes, but I find it extremely helpful. Challenges to do it daily. Yes, I know that Vicky. Vicky's in the program. But, and um, that, I'm adding that. There's a little bit of a, a technical challenge in getting that out to people um, that I'm, I'm working on right now. But uh, I, I, yeah, I, I get you. Um, you'll get better at it. You'll do it quicker. and You'll do it in two minutes. I promise you um, as you practice on it. Um, it just becomes something real simple, you know, it's just like anything you learn. You know, I always like to say that, that the, the program yourself thin technique is it's like tying your shoes. You know, when you first tie your shoes, it took a while. You had to tell yourself whatever story you told yourself, the loop swoop and loop or the bunny ears, you know, whatever the strategy you use, right? When you first do it, it's like a lot of cognitive energy. It's like, oh, what am I doing? And then you're really thinking it out. And now when you tie your shoes, right, it's just like, you don't even look at it. You know, you don't even pay attention. 
And so that's the process of learning. So understand, Vicky, that, that as you practice that, you'll get very, very quick at that. You know, I do the redo technique, take like a minute, um, just with blast through it, redo and rehearsal technique, both of them. But it is so, so powerful because, it, you know, I, and I always like to say this, that one of the big challenges you have, you don't even realize this mindset wise, right? So let's talk about mindset because I, I find that most people have no clue about mindset. Even people have studied it, you know? Because there's theories and there's practical. And I, I live in the world of the practical. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So I, I and I've had to create a lot of this stuff. Because when you think about like mindset for weight loss, like who are you, even who are you listening to? Who's out there teaching mindset for weight loss stuff? Who are you going to learn from? <laughs> I mean, like if you know, you want to write it down. I'm, I'm genuinely asking, but I'm also kind of saying, because if, even if you mention someone, it's like there's hardly anyone, you know? And weight loss is just in a huge industry. Right. But, but the one area that's missing is the mindset piece. You know, every weight loss thing out there, they're telling you what to do, what to eat, how to work out, you know, what to do. And then you're kind of left on your own to get yourself to do it. And you try and use willpower to force yourself to do it. But what ends up happening is you're constantly working against your mindset. You have an overweight mindset if you're overweight. And what you try and do is use your willpower to fight against that mindset. Good luck. You know what I mean? The mindset's way more powerful than your willpower. That's why you haven't lost the weight. So it's not that you can't do it. It's that you don't understand how. You really can't. I, you don't. You have no clue. You know, Vicky has a clue. He's the program, but it's like if you're just been, you're just kind of running into my stuff. Let's be honest. You have no clue how to lose weight. Like, like you know what you should do, in a vague sense. I should eat better. I should stop eating that bullshit. I should exercise. You know, you get these vague ideas of what you should do, but you have no real granular understanding of what, how to think like a thin person, how to behave like a thin person, how to get yourself to consistently do those things. You know, and so the more you can clarify the problem, the easier it is to find the solution, you know, but most people can't clarify the problem because we're constantly, we're set a steady stream of the diet bullshit, you know? And so we never really think to ask the real questions of why can't I lose the weight? You know, I mean? I'm motivated, successful and action taking in this area of my life. And then, uh, in these areas here, I just, I can't control my eating at all. You know, it doesn't make any logical sense, but it makes a lot of sense when you understand you have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind, just think of it as your mindset. You think like an overweight person, you know? And so you naturally do the things, you know, to do it. Um, yeah, he says, I know what to do, but I never do it. Yeah, it's because you don't know how to get yourself to do it, you know? I hear this all the time. If people say, that, that what I hear, Jim, I know what I got to do. I just got to get myself to do it. No, you've got to learn how to get yourself to do it. You don't know how to get yourself to do it, which is another way to say you don't know how to lose weight. Because what do you know what to do? Oh, I know I should eat better. Mm. You know, I always say like, if you never play the piano and you're like, well, I know how to play the piano. You just hit the keys in the right order at the right time. Simple, you know? And so I could minimize that down to like mean almost nothing. You know, <laughs> just because I said that it made it sound simple. I'm still a million miles away from playing the piano if I've never practiced, right? And so people do this with weight loss all the time. Because why? Because what are you going to oh, I just have to stop eating carbs. I just got to stop eating for 16 hours and I'll just lose the weight. You know, and you keep minimizing the problem and it makes you feel better. Like, oh, I'm just one thing away. I can do it when I'm ready. When I'm, when I want to do it, I'll do it. And I'm telling you, no, that's not true. You need to practice it. You got to start practicing today because it takes a while. It, it, you got to practice being the person you want to be. You know, how do I stop thinking like an overweight person? That's the right question. Yeah. You start thinking like a thin person. That's the answer. <laughs> right. Um, because you can't just stop thinking like an overweight person because then what do you think like? You have to, you have to think like something, which gets us to an important point, right? Um, which is how do you 
think like a thin person and I will let you know, and this is going to sound subtle, but this is the whole game right here is that your weight loss right now is all about what you have to stop doing, who you want to stop being. I want to stop being overweight. I want to stop overeating. I want to stop eating the shitty food. I want to stop being fat. I want to stop doing this. I want to stop doing that, right? That's what all your weight loss is based around. And what's happening is you're creating a vacuum because you're never focusing on what you should do, what you want to do. And that goes right down to your thoughts. So you say, how do I stop thinking like an overweight person? Is you start thinking like a thin person. There's a huge difference between stopping thinking like an overweight person and starting to think like a thin person. I hope that makes sense. Because if you just stop thinking like an overweight person, that just means you basically stop thinking, right? Because it doesn't mean, you know, like I can say, how do I stop speaking English? Well, that's different than saying, how do I start speaking Chinese? You know, I hope that makes sense because it clarifies the path ahead of you. It, this Your weight loss process is not one of stopping doing stuff. It's one of starting to do new stuff. Your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. That's why this is so important. If I tell you to think about a red ball, or I, I <laughs> screwed that up. I tell you not to think, sorry, Vicky. But if I tell you, don't think about a yellow banana, don't think about a yellow banana. What you thinking about? I told you not to think about it, right? You can't not think about it because your subconscious mind has to make sense of it. It lights up your visual cortex and it, you see a, a yellow banana. Then you do some mental gymnastics where you try not to think about it. But the primary thought in your mind is a yellow banana. And so what you're doing is you're always thinking, I want to be, I, I got to stop eating the shitty food. I got to stop being overweight. I don't want to be fat anymore. I don't want to do this. It's all about what you don't want. And what you don't realize is it's subconsciously keeping you right exactly where you're at. Because thinking about something or not thinking about that thing are, it's virtually the same thing subconsciously. Okay. And so there's a huge difference. Let me point out the difference. There's a difference saying, oh, I got to stop being overweight and saying, I want to be a thin person. I want to feel healthier. I want to eat live foods that make me feel, you know, energized and happy and successful. I want to wake up with energy. I want to go to sleep being proud of how I ate and lived all day. I want to get to my goal weight. I want to be healthy. I want my blood numbers to be right. I want to look forward to going to the doctors. I want to wear the clothes I want to wear. You know, that's a different thing. And that means a lot more to your subconscious mind than I don't, I don't want this and I don't want that. And I, why, why am I this way? And why is that way? And why do I keep fucking up? And why do I keep it? You don't realize you're subconsciously programming yourself exactly what you're getting. You know, which it, it sucks in one way, but it's inspiring in another way because you are literally generating the exact results you're getting. You're, you're generating them. You know, you're not just stuck in like, oh, I'm just overweight. I guess this is who I am. You are literally every single day you're waking up and you are actively following a subconscious recipe to generate the exact behaviors that are keeping you stuck at your goal weight. You don't realize that process is going on because you're doing it subconsciously automatically. Just like when I said talking about tying the shoes, right? When you tie your shoes now, remember how hard it was to tie shoes when you were first learning? Same with writing. Remember how you spent years learning how to write? It was hard, hard, right? But now you write, you don't even think about it. You tie your shoes and you watch TV and I'm looking. You just do it on autopilot. Well, same thing's happening with your overweight thinking and overweight behaviors. You're doing it automatically because that's what you've been programmed to do you know, and how you're continually programming yourself. And so the process I'm talking about is programming yourself in a new way to get the results you want. How can I stop to think I am getting fat where people around me comment I am thin? How can I stop to think I'm getting fat where people around me comment I am thin? I mean, it's up to you to decide what weight you want to be at, you know, um, I would say. Uh, please consider joining Jim's program. Yeah, definitely. Um, I ate 2,000 calories today. I'm only 5'11", uh, oh, 5'1". I feel so guilty. What should I do? Okay, great, great. Let me, let me share this with you. 
because this is a process called utilization. And again, this is built on the idea with my approach to losing weight and mastering it is that we build on the mistakes we make. We're not scared of them. We're not scared of making mistakes. Okay. You know, any fucking diet where it's like, oh, if I make a mistake, oh God, I was doing so good. I had four days, the, oh, no carbs for four days and I blew it. Right. What? This shit's so stupid. I love play guitar, right? And it's like if I like look at a song, right? And I look at the music for it, and I'm like, okay, okay, I'm gonna get this music, I'm gonna get this music right, I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna try to memorize it, right? Okay, come on, okay. Then I go to my guitar, okay, come on, Jim, come on, Jim, let's do this. <laughs> I better play it right, like asshole, like like that is not gonna work, right? But when it comes to dieting, that's what you're doing, right? Oh, be perfect. If I can't be perfect, I'm not gonna do it, you know. So um. Instead, we start we start making mistakes. That's how I start with the guitar. It's like, okay, there's the first two notes. Bing, bang, okay. Bing, bang, bang. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, now I'm going to the third note. And, um, and that's how you learn the song, okay? And so that's how it is with weight loss. You start with where you're at, making mistakes, and you learn from them. So yeah, so you ate too many calories today um, than you wanted to. And so why feel guilty though? You want to lose weight, right? So there's no need to feel guilty. The problem is that you don't have a better path. You don't have a burned in neural pathways of eating. I don't mean calories you want to eat. Let's just say 1500. You don't have burned in neural, you know, um, connections to eat 1500 calories a day. That's what you need to practice. So I would take the 2000 calories and I would redo it. That's what we do. The redo technique, you know? So I definitely wouldn't feel guilty though. I would utilize that. So why I, it's not even just guilty too, but so after you overeat, it's an opportunity to utilize. So again, we want to go from consumption to consequence with the food instead of just thinking about eating food that's how most people think about food is just the eating of it and they don't think about the consequence that goes five ten minutes afterwards and the consequence i'm talking about mostly is mental and emotional so you notice that after you eat a lot more than you want to you feel guilty you're frustrated with yourself right you're, you're, you feel like you let yourself down maybe you feel full you feel stuffed and so i connect to those feelings remind myself next time i'm thinking about eating that much i want to remember not to focus on the consumption but to remember the consequence that follows it. I feel so guilty. I feel like shit. I feel like I let myself down. I feel like I'm just stuck, stalled, you know? And as you practice focusing on the consequence, and eventually what happens is your primary thought when it comes to, okay, what do I want to eat? You're thinking about the consequence. How am I going to feel 10 minutes from now? It becomes part of the process of how, what food you decide to eat. That changes everything, okay? But don't feel guilty. The guilt does nothing for you. When you beat yourself up when you eat too much, when you feel guilty, when you feel ashamed, when you feel all this stuff, all it does is push you right back to eating more food because it makes you feel bad. And what's your main way for feeling better when you feel bad? Oh, you eat? <laughs> well, guess what? When you make yourself feel worse, you're, you're, you're driving yourself right back to the food. It's a stupid strategy, okay? I'm not going to pretend it isn't. When you make yourself feel really bad, it's just a great way to make yourself overeat. So stop doing that. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Just try your best tomorrow. Um. I mean, it's okay if you learn something from it. It's not okay if you just ignore it. And it's not okay if you just beat yourself up. That's what most people do. When they make a mistake, they either put it out of their mind, I'm not gonna do that again, or they they beat themselves up. Oh my God, why did I do that? I'm such a bad person. What's wrong with me? Blah, blah, blah. And what you're doing is you're replaying the thing in your mind and you're literally reinforcing it. So again, you go back. If I go back in time, I'll give you a quick overshot of the redo technique is um, if I go back in time knowing what I know now as the person I wanna be, what would I have done differently? What? <laughs> What? What's that? Holy shit. You might learn something from it. You might give yourself a better solution and strategy. So the next time you're in a situation, you have something different to do. Because we always make the best choice available to us. And you say, well, I could just not eat the food. Yeah, that's just, that's just an idea. You know what I mean? It's not real until you actually done it. And you need to practice doing it. 
No one thinks about weight loss as practicing, but you should because you don't know how to lose weight. Nope. Again, I know I should push the keys on the piano, but until I fucking practice it, I'm not going to get good at it. I could read books on the piano. If I'm not going to sit down and practice it, I'm never going to get good at it. And this is the position you find yourself in is that you've got all this theoretical ideas and knowledge of what you think you should do and you can't fucking do it because you never practice it long enough to get good at it because you're like, well, I was doing good for three days and now I ate this stuff. I was doing so good. Now I'm guilty and ashamed. You know what I mean? So every time you try and do something better and lose weight and get better at it, you end up always feeling like shit about yourself, you know? And it's because you don't allow yourself to learn from mistakes, you know? So don't ignore them. Don't pretend you're just going to do better tomorrow. You have to have a strategy. In my program, there's a process. It's a two-minute process. You have a good day, you use that process to reinforce the good stuff. You have a bad day, you use the process to learn from that and get yourself better options for the next time you're in that situation. But you better have a fucking process that's outside you having a good or a bad day. <laughs> right? You know? I would say like, like college is a good example, right? Because it's like, I always say like there's Coursera where you can go just take courses for free from like Harvard, all the best schools in the world. You can go take courses for free. Um, or you can go to college, right? And, and it's like same information, but two completely different experiences. And which one's going to give you better results? Well, we know, right? Because we do Coursera and we do it till we're bored or we're, you know, I don't understand. And then we just quit, you know? And that's what you're doing with your weight loss. There's no real commitment. You kind of do it until it's, you know, you're very conditional. You know, you do it until you make a mistake or you do it for a week and then you step on the scale and you lose as much weight as you thought. And then you're like, oh, fuck this. Forget, it's never going to work. And this is, a, this is where you find yourself, right? And you just keep looping through the same. I know you better than you know yourself. I know diet or mindset better than you do, you know? And you're just stuck in this loop. It's a mindset loop though. It's not, it, listen, there's no diet coming down the path. There's no fucking, the, the, the injections. You know what you going to get? Injections for the rest of your life? Christ, you're going to be walking around like a tumor. You know what I mean? Like who knows what this shit does? I, I can, uh, someone send me a message five years from now, shoot me an email. Let me know how the injections are going with people. How many times can we all fall for this shit? You know what I mean? Like God, even surgery, people getting their stomachs made this big and they're still gaining weight afterwards. How's that possible? I mean, how much clearer could it be that it's a mindset thing? <laughs> all right, I'll calm down. So put positive quotes around like I'm thin. I love to eat healthier. Yeah. Um, yeah, starting to think that, right? But but listen, you can't bullshit yourself though, right? So this is where affirmations fall apart. Because if you just look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I eat great and I'm, I'm again, it, it can work if you bought into it. So there's got to be like kind of a, a contextual aspect to it. But if you've ever done affirmations, you just say that stuff and it's like, you don't even believe it. You're just wasting your time, you know? So I do believe in connecting with the thin, healthy version of you for sure. Um, but you got to do it strategically. Um, what do you think about fasting? I don't like fasting. And I was watching someone talk about fasting a bunch of their videos yesterday and I disliked it even more. Um, I don't like it at all. You know, and people bust my balls about uh, like eating disorder stuff because I talk about being thin. But it's like the fasting stuff. I mean, whatever, do what you want. You know what I mean? And it depends what type of fasting you're talking about because I intermittent fast. So it's like I'm sitting here. I like intermittent fasting for 14 hours a day because it works for me. And I kind of fell into it. This idea of fasting on the extreme, I don't like at all. I, I, now if that's what you want to do, great. Cause my golden rule is whatever works for you. There's no right or wrong. It's whatever works for you. Okay. So, so that's above all. So if, it, if fasting works for you, great. But if you've tried fasting, it doesn't work for you. It's then stop, <laughs> let it go. You know, that's what we do so often. We try and fit like a square peg in a round hole and we try and force ourselves to follow some plan that's not resonating with us. 
And so again, in my program, we have blueprints. You create, you fill in the blanks of your own blueprints. You've got to customize. There's three types of blueprints, mindset, lifestyle, eating. And you create your own mindset, lifestyle, and eating blueprint so you can stay motivated. So you create the lifestyle and the eating habits that keep you at your weight you want to be at. This, we've gotten to this, this, again, it's a diet thinking and it's put there by all these companies, but it's this idea that you're just going to follow some plan that's not made for you, that doesn't, may not even resonate with you, but you're going to force yourself to do it. So fasting, again, people ask about water fasting. I think that's goofy personally, you know, I've done fasting and what happens to me is that hey, it's wicked hard. I, I dreaded it when it was coming up. I dreaded it while I was doing it. And then afterwards I was obsessed with food, you know? So it's like, I stopped doing that. And so I backed into the intermittent fasting at night where I don't eat for 14 hours because I didn't want to snack at night. And so it turned out like that, that was what I did. Um, but then it's like, I don't know, this idea of like not eating a day or two a week, you know, taking it to that level, hey, do what you want. But, but I would bet a lot of times what I find with intermittent fasting, now I get people, listen, I got my biased because I get people in my program that things haven't worked. Okay, so, so there's that. But a lot of times what I find with intermittent fasting people that have tried it or they're trying it and it's not working is that they're making themselves too hungry, you know? And so the two big things, working out and intermittent fasting, the same problem is that you, one, you make yourself hungrier by not eating for that period of time and obsessing on food and then working out, obviously, you know, you build up more hunger. And the second thing is a thing called moral licensing, that when we do something virtuous, we're more likely to do something less virtuous following it. And I think this happens with intermittent fasting. I see this a lot. People say, oh, I, didn't, I don't eat for 14 hours a day. You know, but I'm not losing any weight though. Well, yeah. What are you eating on the other hours of the day? You know, and that's where they're, they're, they're missing that piece of it a lot of times. So you got to be careful of that. I'm not saying it has to happen that way, but you better be careful of that because it's very easy for it to happen. You know, it's a bias and it's hard to even avoid. So I don't, I, again, I'm sitting here telling, I intermittent fast, but I don't, I don't think of it that way, but I like it too. I like giving my body a break. So I guess I like it when it's um, part of a broader strategy and it resonates with you. I'll put it that way. Um, just because I really enjoy your videos. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. It's really helping me. That's awesome. I'm really glad. I'm really, really glad. That's why I do it. You know, and I really, it, it makes me happy to hear people say that. Um, Sonia says, I eat, eat, eat. Yep. That'll happen. Um, <laughs> my brain won't stop telling me to binge before sleeping. It's a constant, exhausting internal fight. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Here's what I suggest about the binging. I always say the same two things. And I don't know your situation, so I'm just throwing this out as a general rule. Um, so take it or leave it. But um, a lot of times, the first things I say with binging, the two big causes I see over and over and over again, the first one is that you're, hung you're too hungry. You haven't eaten enough during the day. Okay? And um, that's usually the main cause of binging. The second one is emotional, right? You have no other way to deal with your emotions, and so you use the food you know, as a way to deal with the emotions and use this extreme behavior of binging in order to again, manage emotions. You, you know, you can do something worse so that the bad thing in your life doesn't feel as bad, or at least you get distracted from it for a little while. So those are the two big ones I usually see. Um, and so what I would suggest now, again, I, I like to approach things practically behaviorally. So my snacking at night was the big thing I wanted to, you know, overcome when I first wanted to lose weight. And so one of the things I would do is I would eat more at dinner or initially, you know, so that I wasn't as hungry at night and it made it easier not to eat at night. And you said, yeah, but Jim, how are you gonna lose weight that way? Well, I wasn't in a rush. So I was able to take things in stages. And so the first thing I wanted to do is get the experience in my belt, create the neural connections of what it feels like to not eat at night. So I give a shit about the weight loss at first because I was thinking about weight mastery long-term. And so I ate more dinner and then it was easier for me not to eat at night. 
you know, now I did other strategies and stuff on top of that, but that was just, I want to share with you. That's kind of a holistic way of thinking, which rarely happens when it comes to weight loss. Um, so I would suggest this to you that are you too hungry? You know what I mean? If you're really hungry, that's probably a, a cause of it. Um, if you're not actually hungry, you've eaten enough food, you know what I mean? Then look at the emotional piece of it and then go to work on that habit. And then finally, what I will say to you is, is something we can all learn from this. Okay. Is that after a while we start to frame our weight loss in very specific ways. And it's usually very problem oriented. Um, so again, in my program, you learn how to hypnotize yourself in essence, which is just being able to influence your subconscious mind. And your language is one of the main ways that you do that. Okay. So right now, um, you know, when you say it's a constant, constant, exhausting internal fight, that's how you think about it. And so a lot of your questions I'm going to imagine are something like, why is this so hard? Why is this all so constantly exhausting? I'm so tired of this. This is so frustrating right? And it makes you feel a certain way and it frames the situation the way it is. What I'd suggest is you start asking more solution-oriented questions. You know, how would I like to feel at night? How can I make it simple and easy to just go through the night and then go to bed, um, you know, with no food involved and just go to sleep with an empty stomach, feeling comfortable and calm and being able to sleep even easier. You know, what things can I do to make this, you know, happen in a more comfortable way for me? You know, and again, you just kind of riff on that, but it's built on the solution. What do you want to have happen? You never think about that, you know, and that's one of the reasons why you have no solutions or answers to those questions, you know? So again, we all do this, unless you've gotten some training, you think primarily about your weight loss in a problem oriented way where you're saying, what's wrong with me? How come I can't do this? Why do I keep messing this up? Why can't I stick to my eating plan? You know, your whole conversation is about that. You're analyzing and trying to figure out um, what the problem is as if that cognitive breakthrough is going to just fix everything all of a sudden. It's not, it's not. You need to practice. You need to create the neural pathways, the mindset of a thin person. And it takes practice. There's no just one answer that fixes it. Like, let me put it back. Let me give you one more example of what I'm talking about. Mindset wise, um, it's not more information that's going to fix you. It's practicing because like, you know how to write with your hand, right? You can write with your, whichever hand you write with, no problem. So you know everything there is to know about writing. You know how to write. Okay. You got all that information, all that knowledge. Right? You've proven it yourself. You can do it but you can't do it with the other hand, right? So knowledge doesn't equal behavior. If you want to learn with the other hand, you've got all the knowledge. Doesn't mean you can write with your hand. What would you have to do? How would you learn to write with the other hand? To what? Yeah, practice it, right? You practice it. That's what you got to do with your weight loss. And so the sooner you start, the better you can get good at it. But the longer you stay in this bullshit, oh, there's some magical plan out there. Oh, we'll get surgery. Okay, we're gonna have to deal with your mindset afterwards. Oh, I'm gonna get injections. Mm, you're gonna have to deal with your mindset. I'm going to go on a diet. Oh, I'm going to do keto. Whatever. You're going to have to deal with your mindset. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to practice being the person you want to be. And you're, there's usually with diets, there's no room for that. There's no room for practicing. There's just room for being perfect. You know? Um, Sonia says, can you please elaborate about affirmations, please? Um, I mean, listen, you know, I, <clears throat> I mean, everything I do in one sense is affirmations. It can be confusing. It's a subtle thing, but it's like you, like affirmations. Okay. So for example, it just depends. And so, I mean, there, there, there's, I'm sure there's some good affirmations out there, but um, what I'll say is that you can judge in yourself if they're going to work or not based on if you feel like an idiot saying it, if you're like, I don't believe it, this is bullshit, you know, and it's not going to work. Okay. And so again, we use self-hypnotic programming. So it's, there's a difference in saying I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin, I'm thin. And you're like, bullshit. No, you're not. 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 Right. If you're generating that response within you, 
then, then that's not going to help you at all. It's just reinforcing the problems. Now, if you say, what would it feel like to be a thin person? What would it be like? You see this, I used to all my videos, right? It's like this, you say, okay, well, imagine I woke up tomorrow, my goal weight, right? How would that feel? Right? How do I move? How do I think? How do I want to eat? How do I behave as a thin person, a thin, healthy, motivated person? This is my whole program. You practice being that person within context of your life. That's how you practice becoming the person you want to be and you start losing weight, okay? So it's different than affirmations though. Affirmations, this idea that you're just going to say shit to yourself and it's going to change you is bullshit. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know? Again, I'm not saying affirmations can't work because sometimes you might hit an affirmation that resonates. You're like, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm a beautiful person. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. Okay, that might work, you know? If, if you're buying into it and you believe it. But if you're generating a response within your head, which says bullshit, bullshit, then, then it's not going to work. You know, you beat yourself over the head with it constantly. It's not going to work. I hope that helps. Oh, I do it. That's why. Well, there you go. So I, I hope you have a little more clarity on that, right? Again, I'm not saying it's not a good thing, but just make sure it's congruent with something you believe, you know? But again, we kind of use, I kind of use affirmations in the program, but they're different. There's a different context behind it, all right? Um, that's kind of the, the thing, so... Um, I will say for anyone here, if you have not yet gotten, um, <clears throat> my session, go, go to my bio and click that link and you can get a free hypnosis session. And, uh, as soon as you opt in, you'll also be brought to a training, three steps to master your weight. You ought to listen to it. You know, if you're serious about losing weight, you know, and to be honest though, well, this is a, I'm at that point. You probably don't want to lose weight. Don't get mad at me. Hold on a second, right? You probably don't want to lose weight. You wish you'd lose weight. Like you wish like you wake up tomorrow just like this new person who wants to eat better and lose weight, right? I know your wish is like 10 out of 10, right? But your want, eh, like how much you actually want to put any effort in or how much you really want to do that. And then it's probably like a two or three, you know? So you should recognize that because one of the biggest mistakes I see people making is them thinking like they're motivated to level 10 to lose weight. And, um, and they're not losing it. No matter what I do, I can't lose weight. And I'm trying everything. I want to do it more than anything in the world. And I'm not losing weight. And if you believe that, you be like, man, I guess I'm just broken. But I, I literally have never seen that. When I get to work on people, we always get to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I really didn't want to lose weight. You know, why wouldn't you want to lose weight? Well, if you're a woman, you may not want men's attention. Um, you may think the weight protects you in some way, you know, subconsciously. Um, you may think losing weight's really hard and miserable and you're gonna fail ultimately anyway. So what's the point? You know, so let's just keep doing what we're doing. You know, there's a lot of reasons, but you gotta identify that because if you think you want to lose weight more than anything, you're just not, you're not even in the ballpark, you know. If you like, oh shit, I kind of I'm not really that motivated, you know. If you get to that point, it stings a little bit, but now you got something to work on. I always say the, the first thing you've got to overcome, your first challenge of actually mastering your weight is being able to motivate yourself, getting motivated, really wanting to lose weight. You know, <clears throat> in my program, we use a process to develop pleasure-based motivation, which is another key point because most people, when they try to lose weight, they're using pain. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. Um, they're using pain. There's a spontaneous pain-based event that triggers their weight loss, right? They step on the scale, they see the picture of themselves, the clothes don't fit. Um, 
you know, it, it's, it's all this stuff that's painful. And you say, Oh my God, I gotta, I don't give a shit. I'm going to lose the weight this time. And you're in this really painful, reactive, emotional state. I don't give a shit what I got to do. I'm going to lose the weight. And then you're like, you're ripe for the picking. You know what I mean? You go to the diets and dumb shit, you know, what about water fasting gym? <laughs> you know? And it's like, you get all crazy and you just keep repeating that, you know, and then it fades away. Cause our brain is a pleasure seeking mechanism. Why do you think it's fucking hard to lose weight in the first place? <laughs> well, think about it. Take a step back. Why is it hard to eat, not eat the food? It's because it's pleasurable, you know? Pleasure-based motivation is the way to go when it comes to weight loss. You can't pain yourself. You can't hate yourself healthy. You can't pain yourself to your goal weight. Ain't gonna work, you know? So my program, we develop pleasure-based motivation because guess what? Taking control of your weight and becoming the best version of you is the most pleasurable thing you can do in your entire life. You know, it's like I make a video, like losing weight is the most pleasurable thing you can do and I get people making the the crazy face at me and all the rest of it. It's cause yeah. Cause you fucking keep thinking you have to diet to lose weight. No wonder, you know? Yeah. If that's how I thought I'd lose weight, I think it was miserable too, but I don't, I live, I, I love my lifestyle. Like I, I love the way I'm thinking, but the thinking just leads to the, the fruits of my, of my mindset are my lifestyle. I love my mindset. I, I love my lifestyle that I live. I love how I eat. I love it. I'll be doing this for the rest of my life. And I want to, I love it. I like being on my goal way too, but I like doing the process. I love doing the things that keep me at my goal way. Can you say that? You don't even have any clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? This is the path you got to get on. What are you going to do? Try and, and never mind that. Even if you're somehow, and I'm going to say this, right? So she goes, oh my God, that's exactly what it is. I'm afraid I'll just gain it back. Yeah, of course, because you're dieting to lose it. You're running this miserable process to lose the weight. And again, because the diets that you code it subconsciously as a temporary thing, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, diet until I lose the weight and all embedded in that languaging is, is it's a short-term thing. I'm going to do it temporarily. And I always ask people on that, well, what are you going to do when you lose the weight? Jim, shut the fuck up. You're ruining my whole fantasy. I don't know. I'll figure it out then. Okay. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> okay. You probably don't want to know that 95% of people put the weight back on if you don't prepare for it. You know, so, um, you know, yeah, we don't have to diet. I mean, God, listen, the diets, just so you, you all that know me know what to say, but I'm going to say it anyways, because people got to know this because you've been, it's our whole lives. We've been hypnotized by the diets and, um, they don't work. And so Jim, they're diets. They want to help us lose weight. Do they, do they? Because a lot of the big diets you know about are all owned by big food companies, right? Weight Watchers owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle, uh, the company that owns Atkins food products is owned by Anians pretzels. Same company owns Anians pretzels and Cinnabon. Um, the company owns slim fast, same company owns fucking Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Do these companies really want you to lose weight and eat their less of their shit? Do they? Hmm. I mean, what do I know? Companies are funny things. So I'm like, I don't know, but I look at it and I say, I no one ever loses weight on a diet. Right. I mean, to the point, like I always make this point, like if you have a friend or family, if you know someone, they're like, ah, you know what? I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to lose weight. I'm, I'm going to do it this time. Do you ever believe them? Is there a cell of your being that's like, you know what? They're going to do it. They're going to lose that weight and keep it off forever. They're going to transform themselves into a healthy, slim person forever. <laughs> do you ever, have you ever had that thought about someone when they say they're going to go on a diet? You know? <laughs> He thinks not. And so you don't have that thought with yourself either. So every time you start these diets, we're talking about affirmations. We want to talk about incongruency. Next time you start some diet or some bullshit plan, notice that you don't even believe it's going to work. You don't even believe that you're going to stick with it. So what are you doing? You're just wasting your time. 
you know? I truly, I, you know, I always joke that I got the number one weight mastery program on the market, but I, I kind of joke because I, I got the only weight mastery program on the market. Who the fuck's talking about weight mastery? <laughs> Cause I don't give a shit how fast you can lose the weight. You're so seduced, dude. Wake up, wake up. You want to talk about, Oh, I don't know if I can go into hypnosis. Oh yeah. You want to know how you can lose 20 pounds in a week? Oh yeah. <laughs> talk about going to hypnosis. I don't think there's any faster induction for someone who's overweight than that phrase. You want to know the best induction of all time? Uh, why don't I to lose 20 pounds in a week? And you're like, um, I don't think it's possible. Yeah, yes, please tell me. What do I do? I just don't eat for a week. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop eating. I'll just drink water. I can lose 20 pounds in a week. You know, your fucking brain, you just stop thinking like a human being, you know, and you go to a trance. <laughs> Uh, someone says you still have to start somewhere yeah of course you have to start somewhere start where you're at start where you're at and work on your worst habit work on one thing at a time with all of your energy and focus and what are you going to do oh i'm going to change everything one day i'm going to wake up tomorrow at eight and i'm going to change all of my eating for the rest of my life okie dokie <laughs> have fun let me know how it is so you got to start somewhere which i like because you're on the right mind but then your start somewhere is by starting changing absolutely everything of your eating right? The funniest thing I ever saw was a meal plan. It was a 30 day meal plan with three different meals every day. It was 90 different meals. And this was a popular plan. And I looked at it and I, I started getting sweats. I was like, holy shit, who could cook all this? I couldn't even get the, I don't even want to go grocery shopping for all this. Oh my God. Talk about cognitive overload, you know? And so the way you're approaching your, your weight loss is overwhelming you and you can't stick with it. You can't get past a couple days or a week most of the time because you're overwhelming yourself. You're trying to fix everything all at once because you're like a little kid and you're so impatient and you just can't, you know what I mean? You're just so, you get literally hypnotized. Again, you know, you're going to notice if you listen to me all the time, but I thought as a hypnotist, I was going to hypnotize people to lose weight. And instead it's a process of waking them up. It's waking them up out of trance. You know what I mean? Stop, stop with the fucking diets. They don't work. Good Lord. How long y'all been trying to lose weight? <laughs> you know? So what kind of reprogramming happens in your program? Well, you, first of all, it all starts with motivation, but then it really, the work really starts with a self-image. Who do you want to be? Because trying to lose weight is not enough. It's not enough. You have no biological mechanism within you that wants you to lose weight. It's the opposite. Your body and brain wants you to put as much weight as possible on. So there's no inherent biological part of you that wants to lose weight. Now you do have parts that want to make you be the best ver version of you possible. So I always suggest you take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. And it starts, oh, thanks for the, the little hand heart. Um, so what it does is it starts by who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And then it becomes a process of practicing being that person in your mind and in reality, slowly and steadily, strategically, so that by next year, you're a completely different version of yourself. There's a saying that people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. You know, and so that's the program where it starts is you practice being the person you want to be clarifying and connecting to that version of yourself day after day after day after day with this two minute process. That's what I'd suggest. Um, if only junk food disappeared forever, but it ain't, it ain't gonna. Um, so again, it's not the junk food, it's your response to it, you know? So that's another programming. So when it comes to junk food, we want to develop indifference to it. You know, that, that's, that's the programming. What do you recommend for somebody who's on meds that can cause weight gain? I eat healthy. Um, I'm going to say this. I mean, when it comes to like physical issues, I always tell people to focus in on the lifestyle piece and lifestyle piece that I'm talking about 
proper sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And so I would really, really focus on those things because um, you don't know how much of it's the meds and the physical and how much is the lifestyle a lot of times. Um, yeah, I used to be 54 pounds heavier. Um, this is helpful. Thank you. Found your account in December and I've lost 20 pounds. It's all a mindset. There we go, right? Great job. Great job. Great job using the material. All right. All right, everyone, I got to get out of here. Got to get going. Um, can you speak something about hypnosis? I'm naive on that, but I am really interested. Yeah, you'd love it. Listen, I got to get out of here, but go um, go to my bio and click that link. Get the hypnosis session. First of all, you'll experience hypnosis, which will be more powerful than explaining it. Um, go listen to that session. It'll get you all fired up. And then watch the training. The training, I explain how to use hypnosis. It's not hypnosis. Hypnosis isn't going into a trance. Hypnosis is the process of influencing your subconscious mind, which you're always doing and always will do. So you should learn how to take control of that. Go watch the training and I show you how to use self-hypnotic program to program your subconscious mind. I show you, okay? Then I talk about my program at the end and give you a special offer if you want to get into it, but go watch that training, okay? It'll change the way you approach your weight loss and you'll realize a lot of mistakes you've been making, okay? All right, everyone, have a great day. Thank you so much and we'll talk soon. Goodbye.